Again, ladies and gentlemen, for <laughs> what is this? What is this podcast called? It is the Sharpening the Square <laughs> College Football Podcast. We are back, Magoo. We have more college matchups this week. Magoo won us a little bit of coin last week. Magoo, how you doing? It's been a while. What, what are you up to? It's been a while. It's been all six days since our last pod. We uh, we banked. Some units from college football last week. Uh, some pretty good plays. Uh, a couple of really bad ones that I should have put a little more thought into. But I feel good about these plays this week. It's a huge card. No kidding, it's not. It's a really small card this week. But you're going to roll us some uh, UFC plays. We'll throw a couple NFL plays. And we'll get our uh, degenerate gamblers out there some plays for the weekend so they're not uh, completely bored. They don't have to go pumpkin patch picking with their significant others. So let, let me ask you, uh, did you actually watch the games or did, did you just watch the Clemson game? What what games did you you tune in? How, how was – I didn't watch any college football. It, it oh, is interesting. You have. Yeah, it was, it was how, pleasant. So I, I, I was really wanting to watch because you – remember how much you loved laying the points with Florida State last week. I knew oh. that was going to be a, a close game. Florida State's the most depressed fan base, and there was no way that wasn't going to be a close game. So I really enjoyed the Florida State Georgia Tech game. I of course watched. You know, I'm on. I'm on the third watching of uh, the Clemson game. I didn't care anything about our offense. I really wanted to see what our defense did, and I really wanted to see what these young freshmen looked like in the Clemson game. And then I, I also enjoyed uh, – I watched a little bit of Duke Notre Dame. I wanted to see what my boy Chase Brights, the Clemson transfer, did. And other than that, there were some really good games that you missed out on, actually. Did you know that your Sunbelt, Funbelt, uh, went 3-0 and versus the Big 12? You know, I saw that. Uh, to be honest, I, I did, I've not been following college football. I think I told everybody last week, hence the garbage picks – but uh, I did see that the Big 12 overall kind of struggled. Two, two lot, who lost? Uh, K State and um, K State lost yeah. to Arkansas State. And there was a funny tweet on uh, that I saw. It said that Kansas State is not even the best team with the word Kansas State in its name. Right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's Isn't that a uh, good one. It's a great that's tweet. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Oh man, that's funny. Um, yeah, and who was the Kansas lost too, right? No, no, no. Not, well, that no Kansas. I believe. Yeah, yeah they I lost they to Coastal Carolina. Carolina. Yeah, but that's not a. That's whatever. Kansas is a train wreck. But the the other one, the big one was Iowa State. Jays. Iowa oh State. yeah. They lost to. Um, uh, uh, Ulala. University of Lafayette. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Raging Cajuns. Your Raging Cajuns. You so know, that was they a were, fun game. I watched some of that too. I, I love this, the, the Sun Bell. And then I just Texas Tech barely beat Houston Baptist. Man, that is a. 
35 to 33. Man, yeah, that's not a – of course, Texas rolled, UTEP, Oklahoma rolled, Missouri State, and even West Virginia blow, blew out uh, Eastern Kentucky. But, yeah, not a great start. But we said it at the beginning, this is just going to be a funky year. I think the big takeaway is be careful with these big favorites early on. I just yeah. think it's a, it's a perfect spot to get burned. You just don't know – what's going on and who's prepared, who's not. And how was it? Um, did most of the game, most stadiums have some fans or were they mostly empty? What, what was that? Uh, yeah, some, some stadiums had some fans, uh, Wake Forest for the, uh, for the Friday, for the Saturday night primetime game day did not have fans. Florida state had, uh, 17,000 fans, uh, wow. show up. And you can imagine, like the, the the Florida State, you know, student body, like, you know, they're they're of the utmost, um, you know, prestigious uh, academia at Florida State, and so you can you can damn well bet that they were wearing their masks the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that they means. Were not, they, they were not. They were. They kept cutting to the student body. Nobody was wearing masks, and their the student body was right on top of each other. So. Oh man, by you, Florida State. This thing is so crazy. Um, okay, well, any other thoughts on last week before we jump into uh, I don't know any football news or if you want to just go straight into these uh, the games this week's matchup? Uh, no, I don't necessarily agree with. Don't lay the points with these big faves. Like I don't know, Iowa State was only a nine and a half point favorite, and then. Um, uh, Kansas State was a, a, not like a crazy favorite, so I would just so say the like, book the books knew, like you know, they knew something was up, making them under a two score, or I mean, making them a, under a two digit favorite, I guess. Yeah, just just be careful with these middling middle of the pack conference teams. I, I wouldn't trust any conference team in the middle of the pack. I mean, just just bet the just bet the top of the cream of the crop of the conference teams to lay big numbers. Yeah. Okay. Have nots. Yeah, I guess so. Um, you had you know, a great week of Squareton. Oh, you went robot on me. Are you there? Yeah you you had a great week of Squareton. Oh no. Oh no, that's <laughs> not. I did not. Um, yeah. <laughs> I I don't know why I'm even doing this. Like I'm so not paying attention. You're doing to it. You're in it. You need to. And, you need uh, to not pick the Browns versus the Ravens. So square 10 is our NFL contest we do amongst friends where we, uh, we mimic the uh, Vegas, the famous Vegas super contest where you pick five games against the spread every week. And uh, I believe I went one and four. Is that? Eesh. That is correct. You're already three games in the hole to everybody else. The, the other four of us. So even you the Flojos had, uh, had a good week. Everybody loves a comeback story, so that's I'm just <laughs> setting you all up. I, I know for sure we're not going to have another practice here, so. <laughs> Looks like it. I'm in the lead. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, I'm glad. So, I, I don't know. We, we talked offline. I don't think I talked about it on the pod, but um, there was a UFC card on last week, and uh, I just got to tell you, I think uh, Cousin Sal, they have their bad beats that they talk about. This, if you had this guy, um, he was going up against Ed Herman. Uh, it was it was so bad because he basically TKO'd his opponent, 
but the ref thought it was a groin shot where he actually hit the guy in the, the chest and uh, he went down. So it was basically a TKO, but the ref thought it was a groin shot. So he put a pause to the fight and uh, let the guy take his five minutes of rest to recover. And then the very next round, uh, the guy that did get TKO'd ends up getting a choke. And I mean, talk about a bad beat. I mean, that was just, uh, I've never seen something like that before, but um, yeah. Yeah. And not to mention, I mean, it's, it's kind of different fighting because you're hurting people too. So, I mean, man, crazy stuff happening all around in the sports world, Magoo. So let's, uh, let's jump into this week's card. Um, full disclosure, Magoo and I may Wait, or may do not we wanna, have do we, do we not want to finish the news? Oh, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. This, yeah, I remember this is I take don't remember two. Anything. So <laughs> this, is, uh, this is take two. Um, uh, and so the Big Ten is rejoining Heard of uh, them. society. They're rejoining society. And they're deciding to play October 24th. And, of course, you know, uh, I'm sure none of our listener knew this, but we act like we're breaking news. But they're playing October 24th. So I'm excited about the handicapping and the cards starting October 24th when you got, you know, the Power Four in action let's face it we really don't care about the pac 12 and so you know it and then by then there won't be any cupcake games left i mean we are we are at the last of the last of you know the mid-majors playing the big conference game so i'm very excited all that to say i'm very excited about what the future holds and i think that's it for the news uh, so they'll, so yeah, I'm 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 happy for the. It seemed like the Big Ten athletes, coaches, they were really really pushing for this for the most part. So I'm happy for them. Um, it will be interesting when it comes down to the college football playoff uh, selection because you could potentially have, I guess, you know, a team that's played eight games versus teams that played ten games. Are they going to wrap up at the same time too? I mean, I, I kind of don't understand how that that works, but. I don't know. Oh, so they, yeah, so it's eight games in eight weeks. They're not even going to have a conference championship. Oh. I think they might have a conference championship. I don't even know. But so they, they're not going to have a conference championship game by the time that the CFP committee um, selects. But I, I actually, now that I think about it, I think the CFP committee will just, they'll just delay the college football playoff so they can get that final, like, big yeah. championship game is what I'm guessing. And, I don't know. It's the big Ohio. This is all like Ohio for Ohio State to get in there and and make it in at seven and one or eight and zero. And I mean, they probably took somebody's spot in the SEC uh, officially now. Yeah. But, so let's um, mean, let's do that real quick. So last week we gave our final four. Um, do you remember what yours were? <laughs> I'm trying to remember mine. I know we both said Bama, Clemson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Give yours from last week, and do, would you update it now? Yeah, I said I said Oklahoma, Bama, Clemson, and uh, I did give a mildly surprise. Right? I said Florida. I said Florida. Yeah, and I think I said I know I said Texas, Clemson, Bama, and then what did I say? Georgia or something like that. I think you said Georgia. Yeah. Um, so who would you? Knockout. So it sounds like you think Ohio State yeah. is kind of a yeah, lock. Yeah, takes Florida. It takes Florida's okay. spot. 
so only one SEC team. You still think the Big 12 – I mean, Oklahoma, they look good. Texas look good. So I'll stick with Texas. And, yeah, I think Ohio State probably takes uh, the second SEC spot as well. Clemson, I think, is going to easily make it. Bama, I don't know. It's hard to say with Bama, to be honest, because I still think the SEC no, – no, no. it, It's tough, man. Bama's, but, uh, Bama's pretty solid. They got uh, Dylan Moses coming back. Still got great receivers in Waddle and uh, Devontae Smith, and then Najee Harris in the background. And but between Mac Jones and Bryce Young, they should have a solid quarterback play, and then they have a good offensive line. So I, with LSU dropping off, Bama seems like the cream of the crop. And then Jamie Newman opting out. Your boy Jamie Newman from Wake Forest opts out of the year. I think they're the cream of the crop of the SEC. I don't know. I still like uh, – I'm so proud of names. I still like the USC quarterback. Uh, I, I think he'll JT be good. Daniels. Yeah, I think he'll be fine for, for Georgia. Um, yeah. You know, the other the other interesting thing here is, you know, you have your top 25. The Big Ten is not in it, but I'm sure once they start, they'll be inserted in here. Um, you've got some really interesting teams like University of Louis, Louisiana Lafayette. They're number 19 right now. Oklahoma State is 11. Um, North Carolina's 12. So, I, you know, it's going to be kind of unfortunate that some of these teams may get bumped out um, of the top 25 without even losing a game um, once the Big Ten starts. Or I, I don't know, maybe they're going to make the Big Ten earn their way in. I, that'll be interesting, too. Yeah, I don't know. Eight games. Uh, I mean, let's face it. I mean, you could pretty much not have even played a season and just penciled in Ohio State, Clemson, Bama, in my, in my opinion. You know, that would have been a nice season. I know for a little bit they're considering for NCAA basketball, just doing a – put every team in a tournament. That would have been an interesting idea for football, just make it a, a season-long tournament. But uh, anyways, I digress. I think we're already in the rambling section at this point. Are we, are we done with news? Are we ready to – jump into this week's matchups yes we're done with the fake news we're on to the real news okay we are going to tell you who are going to win the matches of the week um we won't do guessing the lines because frankly we already guessed them but magoo had some thoughts some uh wait some line what uh, i was ready to win the oscar by by fake newsing uh <laughs> doing the lines again <laughs> no and we've got to be honest with our listener um, yeah. We don't want to have them lose faith in us, Magoo. I'm going to go. So we, we did talk about these. I'm going to go just mention the ones that we thought were interesting. So the aforementioned Oklahoma State is laying 23 points uh, versus Tulsa. And, you know, I feel like Tulsa usually plays them pretty. They're usually pretty frisky in this matchup. 23 points, Magoo, is that too much? I mean, they're both neither team has played a game yet. No, no, that's that's not too much. Uh, I don't think that's that interesting. <laughs> okay, well, apparently, no, I, I, you'd have to get it to like twenty-seven for me to take Tulsa. Honestly, I just I just couldn't. Okay, that's a stay away from Magoo. Um, this game, I know you're interested in Pitt. Pitt is the uh, yes. number twenty-five team in the nation, and they are laying twenty-one and a half points for Syracuse. Magoo, wow. what do you think? What, one and zero at home versus zero and one. I mean, does Pitt have any business laying twenty one and a half with their offense against anybody? I'm not buying that. 
at all. Yeah, and Pitt, Pitt was a darling of ours last year. We had them versus UCF. They uh, they came through for us, but that's too many points it, for Pitt. Syracuse actually played great defense versus North Carolina last week. And I watched I watched a lot of that game through three quarters, or call it two and a half quarters. Syracuse was right with North Carolina, shutting them down. And then in the fourth quarter, UNC Sam Howell, fourth quarter Sam Howell, when, uh, scored 21 unanswered points. Oh, but man. Cuse hung in with their defense. It, they don't have, like, uh, an abomination of a defense. But, yeah, they can't move the ball on offense. It's tough. Yeah, I mean, just going off of the, the pit team last year, I mean, that they were – we usually bet them as dogs, I think, but they were a pretty tough watch. I mean, it was uh, – I think we got uh, by in some matchups by the – by the, uh, I mean, ba- barely the smallest of margins, basically. So, um, yeah, I'm with you. I think 21 and a half is too much. It's an overreaction. I guess this is overreaction week when you have 1-0 and versus 0-1 especially when yeah. that 1-0 team has a number by their name. So Magoo's first pick, Syracuse plus 21 and a half. And uh, Magoo, are, are you going to sprinkle? That money line's got to be what, plus, plus 600? Uh, plus, you mean maybe not the money line? Yeah, I will not be sprinkling the money line. I I just don't have the the testicular fortitude to, to take a 21 and a half dog on the money line. But – Ah, you know, I was actually funny you mentioned that. I really was thinking about sprinkling with Arc State and uh, uh, U La La last week, and I can't believe I didn't. I was like, oh man, it's it's like a short like these teams like yeah, you know, should have been Sun a sign. Teams, the Sun Belt teams aren't as bad as people think, and these Big Twelve yep. teams aren't as good as people think. Just there's no fans, there's no home field, just take the dog and I couldn't do it. Uh, uh, these kind of opportunities don't come by every day, Magoo. Um, hey, I, I say sprinkle a little bit. Put, put like a 0.2, uh, of your normal bets maybe uh, on the, I don't know, just have a little bit of fun, Magoo. Well, we have another dog coming up that I will definitely sprinkle the money line on. I will, okay, then- I will not only sprinkle, I will, I will douse the money line no sprinkling but douse the money line okay quick side note magoo i've got some good news for you um before the podcast i told magoo we have to make this pretty pretty darn quick because your boy's got a date with uh love island uh las vegas uh, (laughs) which is it's a reality dating show that i got sucked in just because it's in las vegas i will say magoo I know I should probably be ashamed of this, admitting this, but uh, it is super cool because they took Dre Nightclub, which is on top of the Cromwell, which is right on the strip, and yeah, they converted the it to, this... used to be? It used to be Bill's Gambling Hall. Bill's Gambling Hall. That's what I thought. <laughs> yes, and much much nicer now. But the whole top of it's a villa. People are staying up there. There's pools. It's and I'm tuning in just to see the Vegas Strip and the occasional caesar's promo um but it's actually not showing tonight it's it is, the cma awards are on tonight Magoo. so I, you've got a little bit more time with me is what i'm saying so we don't have to be as rushed as we previously thought and, so and, and what channel is this program on oh you're, you're gonna get hooked it's on cbs um, cbs do oh, it okay wow it's a network television wow network television and Magoo. i'm just hey somebody's getting voted off tomorrow so 
uh, you know, it may be a good time to tune in, see a little drama. Um, okay, side note over. <laughs> we have your Baylor Bears at home, 11 a.m. game versus the Houston Cougars. I could not believe this line when I saw it. This is yeah. way too short. Baylor, don't four you don't get it either. Do you understand this line? I, I, I don't know. I don't, but then I kind of do after last week. Um, I mean, you do have a first-year coach in Baylor. Houston, they seem to be one of those plug-and-play schools. Um, they've got the system down. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Baylor did lose a little bit on defense, and so I know that they used did. to I know they did. maybe, one of, maybe boys, kinda uh, one of those linebackers showed up on hard knocks, so that was exciting. Oh, really? Interesting. I forgot what his um, name is. So, yeah, are you, you're going to lay it with Baylor, four and a half? Yeah, that's ridiculous. I know they lost a lot on defense, but I, I feel like, you know, it's like, they didn't – they're not going to just completely abandon, like, you know, schemes and playbooks from rule. Like, it's not a whole new regime. I mean, I'm sure they're they're keeping remnants of what worked last year. And they still have yeah. athletes. They, they still out-athlete Houston. So oh, for that, sure. That, that line's too short. That line's too I mean, short. Yeah. That's ridiculous. They still have continuity Brewer. at quarterback, too. So Oh, yeah, healthy Brewer. I mean, that's, that's huge, but – you know, the, the sneaky trick, I think Baylor does, uh, with the general public, people still kind of think of the old uh, high-powered offense, but they were uh, definitely not that last year. The defense led the team. The total 62 here, so they're kind of expecting, you know, I guess a score in the yeah. 30s, high 20s. Um, I don't know. That'll be an interesting one to watch. Yeah. I, I, I mean, do they know Derek King transferred to uh, Miami? <laughs> Probably yeah. not. That that Houston Already, defense is an abomination. Oh yeah, they're, I'm sure they're not going to be that great either. So um, next game, so Magoo likes Baylor. He likes uh, the Syracuse Orange Syracuse getting Orange. the points. Uh, next game, let's go to um, let's see here. Let's talk about this one at least. UCF, number fourteen team in the nation, is on the road at Georgia Tech. UCF has not played a game yet, to my knowledge. And Georgia Tech started off – they got the upset week one. Uh, UCF's yeah. laying seven and a half on the road. you, you have any thoughts there, Magoo? That was a really fun watch last week, and I watched a lot of college football with, you know, between Georgia Tech, Clemson, and uh, a little bit of Duke, a little bit of Syracuse, North Carolina. but And also checking in on those uh, upsets, Arc State and uh, La, But – uh, I nailed this one seven and a half points. Um, and that seems about right. I would not, I don't think I'd touch either side. I would probably lean UCF, just kind of fade Georgia Tech after the the big win. You remember last year how much we loved, you know, the letdown game following the big win. Oh, yeah. I think this kind of counts as that. It's kind of a semi, you know, the team is amped up. They're on a high, so... Uh, I think I'd lay the points there, but, uh, you know, Georgia Tech's rolling out a freshman quarter, true freshman quarterback. So, I don't know. Probably stay away. I'm, I'm staying away from this one, but I lean UCF. So, how did uh, – a question. How did Georgia Tech's offense look last week? Because, you know, last year was the big year to fade Georgia Tech because they're switching from the triple option to the, uh, I don't know, spread offense. And we were, I was, I was concerned that this year they still don't have those recruits in, um, 
that are have been recruited to run the spread offense, but did they were they clicking? How were they looking? So the answer to your question is kind of on the uh, spread adjustment because I don't think that the spreads really were were geared were veered towards Georgia Tech. The spreads last year seemed pretty fair for their transition. Uh, their big loss, of course, was just like Citadel, but I think they were probably around like you know five and seven against the spread. So there wasn't anything you weren't getting a whole lot of value. By just I think early on, Georgia Tech. maybe early in the season. Yeah, definitely the Clemson game to open the season. That was a that was a shorter line, and Clemson smoked them. But uh, the the true freshman quarterback, they actually moved the ball. He's not bad, Steve Sims. Uh, he's not bad. It, I but I don't know. The thing about Tech was I don't know if it was a testament to Georgia Tech's offense or Florida State just kind of being another blah year on defense like I, it's more like Georgia Tech moved the ball up and down they had three or excuse me they had two field goal blocks and an extra point blocked in that game like they should have beaten Florida State by more but uh their special teams was so bad but so I, I kind of feel like I, this this spread might be a little I'm, I mean I'm looking at the total 61 I feel like this might be a good candidate to go over from what you're you're telling me but, uh, it could be it could be a decent over, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I probably would not. <laughs> it still seems high, sixty-one. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, what to, I don't know what to make of UCF goes really fast, and Georgia Tech. I think. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'd probably lay it with UCF. I'm seeing like a twenty. I see like a twenty-nine to twenty game, something like that. So I kind of liked um, your logic last week. You were talking about Clemson, and you basically said the safer bet was probably playing the under in the Clemson game instead of laying the spread yeah. because you didn't think that their other team was going to have a chance to score, maybe sneak a touchdown or a field goal in at the um, very end when the fourth string was going. I'm looking at a matchup here. So North Carolina, number 12 North Carolina, laying 30 at home versus Charlotte. But the spread, the total is sixty. So, I mean, hmm. you think Charlotte's going to score on North Carolina, Magoo? I actually do. Charlotte has a decent offense, Brew. Did you know oh, they, they got into a shootout last week with Appalachian State? Now, I know it's Appalachian see, State, but not Charlotte know. has a a decent offense, so they might be able to score. That's why that total is where it is. And UNC so, probably not as deep, so if they do put their second and third stringers in, they may get um, – yeah, okay, I get it. Um, all right, well, let's uh, go to the next matchup that we talked about, had some interest. Number 18, Louisville, at home, taking on number 17, Miami. This is a 6:30 game. I'm guessing – are they having game day this week? I'm guessing this would be the game day game if they are, but – yeah, they're having game day, and I'm pretty sure I didn't even check, but I'm pretty sure this has got to be it, right? Two top yeah. 25s? Yeah, two top 20. They're both 1-0. I think this will be it. but Yeah, I thought the wrong yeah. team was favored. I don't know if the wrong team's favored. I just guessed that Miami would be favored just because uh, they're a little more public and these teams are dead even. But So I was a little surprised that Louisville's a short favorite. I still wouldn't – I probably wouldn't bet this game. I don't 
I, I watched mean, Miami, and they, you know, they looked okay. Uh, Louisville didn't play last week, I don't think. So, I don't know. Tread no, carefully. No, no. I don't well, see a lot of value. I mean, huge coaching advantage for Louisville, Louisville I would say. For sure. For sure. Big, big time. Um, I don't know. I think maybe Louisville might be worth a little bet there. Uh, I think yeah. that was the last one. Oh, no, the other one we talked about. You you did like this no, one. No, my favorite. This is my favorite. Yeah, another ACC matchup. Who thinks the wrong team is favored? We've got NC State laying two and a half points to Wake Forest. Magoo, uh, give us your cap. Yeah, uh, Wake uh, Wake is much riskier. This is another nameplate game like people see NC State. NC State hasn't played yet, and so they see NC State. Oh, that's, they're going to kill a team named Wake Forest, so that's my favorite betting angle. And uh, Wake actually has some, some – they have some dudes on defense. I was impressed with uh, – with their effort levels, they like playing for Dave Clawson. Uh, their quarterback is definitely frisky. Sam Hartman, very frisky quarterback. They still have some playmakers on uh, receiver, even though they lost Sage Surratt. To, he opted out to prepare for the NFL draft. And what can I say? Uh, you know, NC State is very poorly coached, and they have no discipline. And uh, I don't trust anything about that team. I think NC State is the... Ooh, I want to say they're the second worst team in the ACC. Oh, I think, wow. Syrac- I think Syracuse is the worst, and I think uh, I think the hierarchy or the the pooparchy goes uh, Syracuse, and then NC State, and then I would probably put um, Georgia Tech guess, or Duke. Or, yeah, um, maybe Boston I College. Say, I was going to say Boston College, and then Georgia Tech. Interesting. Well, yeah. yeah, we don't know about Boston College. I guess they have. I mean, idiot. although it's tough because Georgia Tech just beat Florida State. So it's like, how do I put Georgia yeah. Tech ahead of Florida State? I, I think the ACC overall. I guess they're taking a little bit of a step up this year. I, I would say um, North Carolina definitely better, and uh, yeah, I don't know. Louisville Duke's better, risky, Miami you know? better, Georgia Tech maybe. Yeah, um, interesting. Uh, so that is it for college football. Bagu, let's review those plays one more time. We had Wake Forest plus two and a half, Baylor minus mm-hmm. four and a half, Q's plus 21 and a half. I say sprinkle a little bit on that money line. And then I, I like Louisville. I think as a short home favorite, I think Louisville may be, uh, may be worth a little bit of a play just in sheer, just on the, the coaching advantage alone. Um, That's you get the into- worst thing. You want to get into MMA uh, or NFL or what? what no, I should we tra- say, do you want to get into MMA with your plays? You have some, you have some yeah. steamers. You have some Stanley Steamer locks of the year. Well, let me just say, uh, this is, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just looking at the card right now. And uh, first of all, this is a very good card. It is on uh, ESPN Plus, so free for most people, I would imagine, if you have a cable subscription. Um, the, the first, the top five Colvington versus Woodley, uh, Colvington's a minus three forty five favorite. I, I don't think that's worth a bet or a parlay. I think he does take care of business, but not worth it at these odds. And, you know, especially since it's probably not going to result in a finish, I, I wouldn't recommend laying it. The, the fight I like Donald Cerrone, usually a, pretty, uh, yeah, usually a public favorite. 
he's been on a little bit of a skid. I think the narrative is that people think he's done. He's past his prime, which he probably is past his prime at this point, but he's going up against Nico price. And I just think Nico price is a guy that Donald Cerrone, you know, usually beats. And now the pressure is off of them. Cerrone's a dog at plus plus one thirty. Um, I think these are the fights he usually shines in. And I think Cerrone has more ways to win. You know, I guess the danger here is Price can get the finish. You know, if Cerrone really is close to being done, um, he, he could get finished. Your chin kind of starts to go when you, you get older as a fighter. But I think plus 130, definitely worth a stab. The other fight I like, if you have a if you want some parlay fodder, Chimaev. Uh, he's this up-and-coming prospect. He's really looked dominant in his first few fights in the octagon. Uh, he's going up against Gerald Mearshart, who, okay, uh, all-around fighter, uh, veteran, but I think Chimaev just is going to be too much for him. And I, I, at minus 365, I I think there's a little bit of value there, believe it or not. So uh, obviously you probably can't bet him straight up, but I would definitely – feel comfortable throwing him in a parlay um and then there's just some other good fights on here we got uh some johnny walker ryan spawn that's gonna be excellent Mm. mckenzie Dern, she's an awesome um uh, black belt and uh up-and-coming prospect and uh yeah i think this would be a good if you have the dual screens going on maybe have miami uh louisville on the background and you've got the ufc there you go have a have yourself a good friday night um, is that a Magoo, pay-per-view or is that? No, ESPN Plus. Nice, nice. Yes. Were you, Absolutely. Up, were you upset at uh, uh, what's-his-name not giving his all versus uh, Stipe? That was your big play. Well, I, I told everybody, Cormier. be careful. You got to be careful in retirement fights because, I mean, to train to be a – you know, for a UFC championship fight, it's it's tough, man, and your heart's got to be in it completely. And I have just seen it time and time again, these guys and their retirement fights. It just <laughs> doesn't seem like they're all that into it. But it was a good fight. I mean, I just thought after after the, the first two fights that I, I respect DC more as a complete fighter. Um, I thought he has better better camp to make the changes, but you know, Stipe's just been one of those guys I, I, I'm constantly wrong on. I guess I usually underestimate him, and uh, I probably should just not pick his fights anymore. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyways. He's an interesting fellow. He, like, he holds down, like, a day job. That's, that's Yeah, he's a firefighter. I mean, it's pretty yeah. amazing. <laughs> um, that's cool. So, Magoo, what do you think? Uh, NFL, let's, let's get into it. Obviously, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm one and four so let's, uh, let's see what you have to say yeah well you bet the browns again i don't know why you have this love fest with the browns getting over i'll probably but... probably bet them again this week too <laughs> well they're playing the Bengals, so it's like you know they're favored by six i thought you only like the browns as a dog oh i'm gonna they i'm play... gonna make my picks live on air here let's, let's go i'm gonna look at these. <laughs> they uh yeah they play tomorrow your browns so they lay oh. six versus the Bengals and I, that is a poop affected game that I don't want to touch. So, oh, I'm gonna watch. Uh, I want to see how Joe Burrow in an NFL. Year I do. Play. I have I have uh, Joe Burrow on my fantasy team. Um, I have I like the Cardinals as Vegas hasn't caught up to them yet. I think they're really good. I I had them plus seven and a half versus the 49ers last week, and then I like Tampa in a fishy line 
versus why would Tampa be favored by nine after getting the crap kicked out of them by New Orleans? Be favored by nine over you know Carolina, who kept it close versus the Vegas Raiders. Wait, so you're taking Tampa? You're taking Tampa nine and a half. Yes, I love the fishy lines. I just said this. So you think Carolina is going to be a square dog, basically. It's a trap, right? It's a trap. They're a square dog. It's, they're like, oh, Tampa's terrible. Tom Brady's terrible. And then, like, and then I, I just think Tampa just opens it up on them. Okay, I got two picks locked in. Who else are we going with? Um, you know, I haven't capped a lot else. I would probably fade the Rams after they beat the Cowboys versus the Eagles. Losing, Ooh, I don't know. Uh, man. That's a short like line. So it's you like the Rams, but it's a fishy line again, right? It is. The Eagles yeah. Just lost to the Redskins. Why would they only be a one point dog to the yeah. team that just beat America's team, the Cowboys? Fishy. But right. fishy. Every square is going to be on the public road kind of dog, almost a dog. Yeah, some good matchups, actually, uh, looking at the card here. I'm, I'm excited for Seattle hosting New England. That'll be good. Um, oh, yeah. Man, poor Damn. Houston. Gosh, Houston's playing played the Chiefs last week, and now they've got Baltimore this week. That's that's a rough start, man. Oof, oof. Houston, yeah, they play the two best teams of the conference right off oh, the bat. That's gosh. crazy. Yeah. That is unfortunate. Well, Magoo, um, thank you for two squirting picks. I hope they're winners Wait. this time. What? Oh, yeah. I oh, tailed I, you I last you were, week, I, and that was one of my losses. Ending, I thought you were ending the podcast, and I had a couple other things. Oh, no, we're not ending it. Go ahead. Give us your things. Oh, uh, so you know what You know what uh, occurs tomorrow? You would, you would not think this slipped under the radar, but you know what starts tomorrow? Uh, game one of the Western Conference Finals in the NBA, right? Garbage. We don't care about that. No, <laughs> way more fun than that. What? Golf? The U.S. Open. Oh, tennis. Do you have, do you have picks? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> do you have picks? Do you have picks on have you handicapped the golf? Um, I retire? don't. I yeah, it's yeah. I retired, so I used to play DraftKings, but man, it got so hard. You have to, you have to have all six of your golfers make the cut, and it's to have a chance to finish in the money at all. And it's just, it's ridiculous. But um, no, I would say don't. I would say fade Tiger. That's usually my my game plan oh, with these come on. things. That's so fun. What else? Who are you, who are you with? Uh, Duchambeau or uh... no, 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 no. So this, so. Uh... So we're at winged foot, right? So this is not going to be a a just take the driver out and bomb it down there. Actually, believe it or not, this is going to be a iron play course. Oh, so, Zach Johnson. Uh, no, not Zach. I mean, you got to be able to hit a little bit of ways. Come on, Stuart uh, Of course, one, you know, you know Morikawa. Morikawa would be a, a popular favorite. Dustin Johnson's the hottest golfer in the world. Uh, John Rahm's got it. John Rahm and Dustin Johnson are, are by far the two hottest golfers in the world. We're fading DJ's, him. DJ's got everything going, but he's the favorite. Like, that's not fun. So, uh, man, I was going to say, uh, you know, if you want a, a longer shot, uh, gosh. 20 to, 20 to 1 at 100. Let's go. 
Yeah, no, I have to look up the odds. Mark Leishman. That's really uh, fun. Well, who's He's Mark? Way down there. He's an Aussie. I, for, weirdly, I like the foreign people to to win the U.S. Open on American soil. Well, because well, if you're saying it's iron play, because they they play the uh, what do you call it? What do you call those courses? <laughs> What, what are the cor- what are the courses in Europe? Uh, the links, yes, link courses. Well, so Mark Leishman's Australian, so okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is great. Yeah, yeah, Zach Johnson, you're, you're all over it. No, not Zach Johnson. Come on, two hundred fifty to one, my dude. Come on. Yeah, I think Morikawa is going to be the the really sexy pick uh, <sighs> to win the really difficult course. Uh, did you see that guy in Vegas that bet? $45,000 on Phil at like 300 to one or something like that. Oh, US wow. Open. And then Phil saw that and tweeted something like, <laughs> like, man, you, you might as well just flush that money down the toilet. Like I'm not going to win. <laughs> oh no. It was great. So Morikawa, you're right. Morikawa was, I think he started at 60 to one. He's down to 20 to one right now. Um, Cantlay's thirty to one, Magoo. Any interest there? Fleetwood forty. <sighs> Fleetwood, I like Fleetwood forty to one. Okay, there we go. That's a lock. Fleetwood's a good one. Um, Webb, Webb is thirty to one. He's he's yeah. a pretty good iron player, isn't he? No, he is. He is. I just I'm very disenchanted by Webb. He's just he's not that interesting to. He's not a fun. He's not a fun bet. He's a. I don't know that his heart is always in it. Is my my point. Okay. What about so? What's going on with Henrik Stinson? Because he's always been a good. What? You know he's he's a hundred to one. Why is yeah, he hundred to one? Henrik Henrik's done. He's cooked. Is he out of form? Poor Henrik. Yeah. He's he, he's. Just, I mean, he's forty. You know, he's forty six, forty seven years old. He's just past his prime. He's. You can't bet these older guys to to win over a four day tournament. Yeah, happen. but in like uh if you're saying it's an iron play player's uh course, then isn't this kind of the where, where they can possibly shine? I mean <laughs> Is Henrik an iron player? <laughs> Not well, really. Henrik doesn't bring out his driver, isn't that his whole thing? He he likes he never he brings out his three driver. Would. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean he's not gonna be able to putt. He, he's a we're, we're just putter. talking. Okay, yeah, what about I know that this guy has uh, piqued some interest. Abraham Answer, sixty to one. Answer no. mildly interesting at sixty to one. Well, there Not you the go. Bet. What about what is a uh, Sung J M? I kind of like him. Yeah, he's good. He's sixty to one. So that's uh, there you go. Like he's Sung always seems right. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's, okay. he's in form pretty well. So play. Let's see. We're gonna play Cantlay. Sunjay no. M, Zach Johnson, no. and uh, Answer. <laughs> no, we like we like Answer. We like Morikawa's our fave, and then we like uh, uh, who was the last one? Sung J M, and uh, uh, anyway, I, I lost that one. Yeah, I, I honestly, f- when I'm in Vegas, I love betting these golfers. You know, you you pick a. You pick four or five that are thirty to one or higher. You just hope somebody's in the mix at the on Sunday, and it's like, man, you can really, you know, you hit a thirty to one. I, I actually I did that once. I hit a uh, Duchambeau a couple of years ago at fifty to one, and that was just 
that was so exciting, man. I, I tell you, that was, uh, that was a fun watch. Usually you end up getting close, but I'm not hitting those. But uh, at least it makes, you know, talk about a bet lasting a while. You can go to the blackjack table and lose $100 in 10 minutes. Um, Don't I know it? We've done that. <laughs> yes. Or even worse, go to the slot machine and lose it in uh, two minutes. But anyway, what, what happened to Jeopardy or uh, Wheel of Fortune? Wheel, Wheel of Garbage. Wheel of Garbage. Wheel. Oh, I think I've uh, finally learned my lesson. Um, and you know what? I think I get my fix a little bit bigger. Again, kind of desperate times here finding uh, entertainment on television. And I, like I said, I miss Las Vegas. Um, there are YouTube channels, Magoo, that are just people playing slot machines. And I, I, I swear I put them on sometimes and I just watch people play slot machines. <laughs> it's, oh my it's, a pretty, it's a pretty sad existence, Magoo. But, oh, man. That's I don't know insane. what I'm doing. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. What are you doing? I have one more for you. Oh. We're rambling. Totally okay. It's it's totally entertaining for our listener. It's a fancy okay. trade. I won't tell you which side is which, but I want you to uh, tell me which side you like more. Okay, so let's see. Side, side one: Juju Smith-Schuster, Dallas Goddard, Joe Burrow, and Chris Carson is side one. Or oh my gosh, this trade already went get went through. Wow. Or George Kittle, Peyton Barber. <laughs> Deshaun Watson and Michael Gallup. Oh wow! I really like the second side. Um, Kittle, Barber, wow, Watson, and Gallup. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Over me. I mean, Schuster and Chris Carson. Yeah, I mean, well, to me, Kittle is the big. I know he didn't look great. He got a little bumped up last week, but I mean, to get number one or two tight end in the league, I, that's. Why? Are, is there, are there arguments? What's going on? Oh, I just made this trade. I wanted to feel good about my pick. I am the second side, so I feel, I guess, mildly better unless you're like a terrible fantasy player. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm terrible at everything. I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well, then maybe I'm I watching, don't feel so good giving up. I'm watching, people play, I'm watching people play slot machines in my free time. I don't know what's going on. So yeah. You should feel Kill good. a bad first game, so I'm hoping he rebounds, but I, I definitely need it. Okay, interesting, interesting trade. That's like a very early season blockbuster. Fourteen. Well, you know I love doing those. Of course you do. Yes, that's that's one thing I would say I miss about uh, being in a league with you. Magoo sends you uh, rando trades like once a week it seems, and you know they're not um, they're not always insulting. So usually you you end up getting the job. No, this wasn't insulting. I I almost didn't pull Juju Smith Schuster and Chris Carson. Come on. I don't know. Not, honestly, I don't know who those players are. So, <laughs> okay, are they kickers? Um, anyways, oh all right, Magoo. Rambling section has been completed. Our podcast is completed. I think you need to hit our listener with our closing saying. Alrighty, you can't lose what you don't put in the middle. Only if you bet Nebraska, but you can't win much either. Roll it.